Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. So um, just before we get into it, I've been thinking about all of these episodes. So this is episode 10. Yeah. Um, up until now, so up to episode nine, we've got, we do three stories a week. We've got nine episodes in the bank. That's 27 stories that we've pumped out into the world. Mm. And That's a lot of goodness. Yeah. I'm thinking that, you know, we, we better watch out for people like Netflix and Hollywood stealing these ideas and yeah, turning these into movies because they're desperate for ideas, right? And we're just, we're just an ideas factory. We're just pumping them out. I know, right? Put them well, out just churning world. them out. That's the thing. It's like you know, if if you if you put Netflix on and it was like ah, oh, pickles the Snyder Cut came on, you'd be well well annoyed. Snyder Cut in a world where there's yeah. no penises, <laughs> there's one man with a satchel. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Penises, <laughs> pickles, and you can yeah, imagine, no, yeah, a think... bit of piano over the uh, over the titles at the end as pickles comes up. Ding ding. Yeah, like and pickles is, is spelt with penises, is it like that? All the letters. Oh uh, yeah, or just, just the I. Uh. Uh. And the S. <laughs> <laughs> How did the S work? Really, just really curly one. Really curly one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I suppose well the P could just be one with like a massive head. Couldn't... Yeah. All right. Um. um it doesn't take long, does it, for the just the conversation to de- no. deteriorate like really rap started out with like a little bit of tips around Zoom call management and then just yeah. In, in maybe the maybe we need to put like a some sort of copyright logo on the uh just an apology, I think. Well all they need to do no. is change it from the pickles to gherkin and then can get around it. Yeah. So I'm just you know, we're putting these ideas out there. I think we can, you know, can fully expect to see a full blown Netflix series on one of these next year. Yeah. So you're expecting an email from them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to write them a cease and desist letter. Yeah. But what, in advance? Yeah. 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 Just (laughs) on all of these stories. (laughs) Yeah. Just so you know, guys, you can't touch this one uh, unless we're involved. We want to be the showrunners. Uh, Yeah. I'm just, you know, what I'm asking is the listeners, I'd like them to keep their ears to the ground and all this stuff and let us know if any netflix it you know or amazon series are stealing these ideas yeah so that's basically yeah. your wife then El. yeah we got, oh, and, and chris Keane. If she, if she hears chris anything Keane, yeah and chris yeah keep near to the ground guys so we've got the northeast of the country sorted um all right so yeah i just well, i was worried about that couldn't sleep last night thinking about it oh i just wanted to say something i'm uh i just wanted to say how vindicated because i don't think this has come up since correct me if i'm wrong but I've indicated I am about my pirate story and how Alex saw the light and regraded it as a C. Right, yeah. So explain this to the listeners. So the, the pirates so, caused a lot of controversy at the time, didn't it? Because Alex yeah, jumped all over your story. Alex so he hated just it. launched into a tirade that lasted about three weeks and just turned into like this massive reactionary man baby. Um, and then we were down the pub and we talked through it and he regraded it as a C. Okay. Um, so how what how did you persuade him? Um, 
I can't really remember, but it was. Um, oh, is this, is this the pirates? Yeah, just um, just because I don't think it's come up since, and I just. All right, so to... the whole reason um, that I kind of changed my tone a little bit was because at the end bit. of it, it, tur- it turned out that the pirate king, whatever you know, who was going to go fight heaven and hell and conquer the, the universe, um, was just delirious in his own mind, and he wasn't that important. He wasn't a yeah. big old chief captain and commanding the seas. He was just yeah, like that. This, was it? It was. He just it was got that, chucked overboard by like his crew. He was. It was, he was, the, yeah, it was that all last line. It was that last line. So it built up this big grandizing thing about you know um, defying the devil, but it was all just this nonsense in his head that he was like self-aggrandizing this thing that he was as important as a god and like, and but even his crew didn't even really respect him. They only feared him, and he was. To the last line, he was mumbling to himself. His crew stripped him down and threw him over the side before he'd even like finished dying. Um, so it just showed that it was, yeah. So that's that's what you, I think, made you change change your tune. So, um, right. but yeah, but, no. But can you read? I mean, I didn't get any of that from the story itself. I just thought he was just a big shot and died. Yes. But so can you really regrade it based on something that neither of us got from the story and had to be explained? Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, we're not, we don't give the grades anyway. No, I know, but it just remains um, an A in the teacher's. Of course. Yeah, no, but just in. So obviously Mr. Teacher got that. Well, Um, we'll find out. We'll ask him at the party. Yeah. Yeah. But Ryan, you you didn't get ours fairly simple explanation of a guy um playing a game of shit the bed so you know like it's <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna kind of say that that's that's bad because you didn't get it okay well well i just struggle sometimes if it if i'm if i misunderstand like the first line or two i'm lost for the whole story so it's my uh, i also I've, I've, i find that i don't know what it is like maybe it's like the instant gratification culture we live in now where we can just have youtube on demand and stuff like this but if I if I'm not fully entertained from the word go, I'm my mind is all over the place. So and that's not necessarily the fault of the story, because if it's a slow burner, then that's fine. But yeah. it's just I think it's a fault of me and modern society. But I, I mean, I'm I'm surprised that the shit the bed story didn't grab you then, because the opening line It was a strong opening line, I thought. Pretty I strong. And I feel like that kind of flew under everyone's radar. Shit the bed was not your traditional no, I, I show. It. Like that was immediately that should grab your attention. It you did, was like, eh? Yeah, I was still kind of processing that as he launched into the, the next section. And then I kind of missed the whole thing about the buffet. Oh, so it was too good. It was maybe the, the <laughs> Your opening so line was too, too strong, Al. <laughs> that that's that's Ryan's criticism. Uh, the opening line was so good that I missed, I missed the next two lines and then I got lost. <laughs> um all right so we this week was uh catastrophe was the theme wasn't it and we picked Indeed, that yeah um outside of the podcast on on whatsapp and how did you both get on writing your catastrophe stories in yeah um i went for a uh, a real life event so um yeah i just uh i quite enjoyed writing it actually i'm just after Mr. Teacher's feedback of last week's story, I'm slightly concerned whether he's going to enjoy the ending. Um, but uh, but other than that, yeah. Excellent. What about you, Alex? Um, well, 
feeling a bit deflated recently with all the U's and the D's and the, the criticism about my grammar and commas and everything. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to continue that that kind of trend with this one. It's um, I don't know. I think maybe I've gone too big with it, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see what he says. Uh, I, I was uh, I made several attempts to write mine and almost gave up, but I'm glad I persevered because it gave me. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm kind of. I'm, I, it was kind of delicious writing it. You will understand why. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll understand why when I play it. So I'll crack on with Mr. Teacher's reading of Catastrophe. Story number one. Uh, story one, first date. The following events are true. Only the names have been changed to protect the idiot it's based on. The only thing fuller than Ethan's plums as he walked Nadia home was his colon. Despite first date nerves, the night had gone well. The conversation had Strong. been meaningful without being heavy. At least some of his jokes had landed and the body language and eye contact were very promising signs. He very much hoped for a nice kiss at the door, followed by an even nicer shit when he got home. He got neither. Would you like to come in? The words every 18-year-old lad wants to hear at the end of a first date. This time, though, the triumphant internal choir music that usually accompanied those words had turned to dramatic organ noise from a 50s horror movie. He replied, Sure. Turning her down just didn't seem like a viable option, as so he crossed the threshold with a smile on his face and dread in his heart. They were greeted by Nadia's mum, and Ethan could not have been more pleased to meet her. With the mum in play, there would be no sneaking up to Nadia's bedroom, no quiet fumbling on the sofa, at least not straight away, and that meant he could excuse himself and use the toilet after a few minutes of small talk. He did this at the first appropriate moment. He would have to be quick, he thought, and turn out a shit in the time it would normally take for a piss. Like a Formula One pit stop, he planned every move by the time he'd reached the top of the stairs. The glorious moment came the instant his warm thighs touched the cold seat. The triumphant choir music was back and his whole body relaxed in a moment of pure joy. He had no time to revel in though it. He was on the clock. Within moments, his, within moments his anus polished, his trousers were up and his belt fastened. He pressed the flush. Nothing. He pressed it again. Nothing. He pressed it a third time, even harder. The toilet responded with an even harder nothing. He felt despair, panic, but most of all, he felt trapped. The toilet bowl had taken him hostage. He would have been no less able to leave the had the door had been made of solid steel and bolted from the outside. He was in a prison cell of his own making, and it stunk. An idea came to him. He had recently received his first mobile phone as a birthday gift, so he called his friend who was training to be a plumber. Although he instantly conveyed a sense of urgency, he waited nearly a full minute for the hysterical laughter to die down before his friend, Matt, began offering advice. Another precious minute, and the back of the toilet was on the floor whilst Ethan fiddled with floats and valves with all the skill and poise of a drunk toddler trying for an out-of-reach biscuit tin. All to no avail. Matt's final suggestion was a manual flush. Ethan could only see one thing that might do the trick. What about the bog brush holder? Will that work? Yeah, why not? Matt replied before reverting to his bouts of maniacal laughter. Ethan filled up the bog brush holder from the bar tap 
then threw the water vindictively down the toilet bowl. He repeated this six or seven times with incremental success. Eventually, the turds were exercised and the water became clear. <laughs> After tidying up and ending the call, Ethan was unsure whether he had been upstairs five minutes or 25. He wiped the terror sweat from his brow and proceeded downstairs to face the awkwardness. Well, that was a roller coaster. <laughs> so, uh, so wow. Elliot, I, I know. I hope you don't mind me saying, but I know that that story. Yeah, you, t- you told me that. Now, I I've, told you that. My my version of that in my head that I remember you telling me from years ago might might be wrong. Okay, just don't say any names. I don't remember the names. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Uh, so I remember you saying that you couldn't flush it. And you just you walk, you walk downstairs and said, "Right, I'm going now." No, no, no. I said goodbye no, to the mum and I, then went home. I didn't leave. And you just yet. never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you, you've, your memory is playing tricks on you there. That's that. No, it definitely because I told down. several people that story over the years, and that's how I've ended it. <laughs> well, you, you think I just walked out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just left like an absolute monster just, up there, <laughs> just knowing that I wouldn't get a second date. Yeah. <laughs> no um no that that isn't what happened i did get rid of it uh, i really it, wish that had happened yeah i preferred that I, as the ending i think you i know but real life sometimes disappoints us though right it's um no the um that would have been a more hilarious ending to the real life story but no the this is this is what actually happened okay um and was it ever mentioned again did you get a second date not get a second date oh so you could have just left anyway could have i could have done like your your way would have been far less stressful <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just uh... just fire and forget <laughs> fire and forget. yeah so so what happened when you went oh, back downstairs then they must have known yeah, you'd I mean, gone for a half clearly, hour away. But... <laughs> Then well, that's, that's the toilet was the thing. it's like well. in my mind i'm the victim here right because they knew the toilet was broken yeah, ain't your toilet broken? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I was the victim, and you know, so but you can totally hear, like, if someone's around here, like having seven or eight flushes <laughs> over the course of twenty minutes, like, <laughs> you, you know about it. You, like, you're downstairs, you can hear them fumbling around. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, so I, but they, they could have, they could have helped well, you out. I don't or... know how could they help me out. I suppose brought me up a bucket of water <laughs> or something to flush it, or a <laughs> shovel to break it up. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it was still a bit awkward you know we're 18 18 year old girl oh this this guy's just had an enormous shit in my toilet and um and then he's he's had trouble flushing it because the toilet's broken like and it was probably just too awkward for him for um for to contact me again they were just rude yeah. to, to fix it and leave. <laughs> so yeah, it was um it's pretty awkward. So I was pretty pleased when I was out of there. Um but uh yeah, that's so maybe they think that you're gonna just pull it out of the bag at the last minute and fix fix the bob for them. Yeah. Well, I mean I had a plumber on on call, which was good, but were you actually on the phone to him? Yeah, you you know that was Max. I'm gonna have to cut that out. Oh and he don't he won't mind, will he? He'll go he won't even care. Um yeah, so he, he you he actually called him. I actually called him yeah. from the toilet. Like, they must have been able to hear you going, "Oh, Max, I blocked the toilet." No, I was, talk- I was talking really quietly. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Can you hear- I think he's talking to himself. <laughs> um, they're just sitting downstairs, they can hear everything, like every flush. 
you talking yeah, all the conversation yeah, yeah. uh, it, it was a dark dark day okay yeah. well, i love that story it was excellent well it looked i mean mr teacher did look quite pleased as as it was going right. yeah he did i'm very surprised by that because um again like immediately launched into a shit related story like it, it happens every week and um he he seems to be getting less and less entertained by them, but he will he wasn't entertained by that. He was smiling. I mean, I, I think it was a thinking so. man's turd story, though, right? It was. I quite... agree. It had narrative. Oh, oh, yeah. it's like that, is it? Yeah, it had. <laughs> it, you introduced Jeopardy. We knew who the characters were. We understood the situation. Uh, yeah, it had a very strong opening line. I got to say about the, oh, yeah. the bladder being full. Yeah, it was immediately I was hooked. All right, ready for story two? Yeah. Story number two. Story two, John Thomas Gherkin. Author's note, please read the main character's dialogue in a high-pitched sing-song voice. I'm not entirely sure what a, a sing-song voice is, but I'll give it a go. Okay. <clears throat> the gas filtered through the house. They inhaled it as they slept. The bedroom window slid open and the pickle thief crept through. Hee-hee-hee, <laughs> sung the pickle thief. One, two, three, pickles, 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 all for me. Snip, snip, snip. He went all through the night, stealing all the penises in the town. He skipped through the streets on his way to the next house. (laughs) His satchel got heavier and heavier. Pickle for you, pickle for me. Plant one in the ground, you've got a pickling tree. He tooted on his recorder (laughs) and he echoed it in the empty streets. The pickle thief gilled at the noise. The sky was beginning to lighten when he approached the final house. Pickle me timbers and pickle me plums. Just one more pickling before the night is done. The pickle thief slipped in through the window. From the street, two loud explosions could be heard, followed by lots and lots of screaming. Then, seconds later, the pickle thief spilled back out of the window and sprinted down the street, his heavy satchel slapping his side as he ran. Pickle me right and pickle me wrong. My tummy hurts after that shotgun. It didn't rhyme, but to be fair, he was losing a lot of blood. He looked down at his tummy. His tunic had been torn to shreds by the blast and his name tag was missing. He picked the bits of shotgun shell from his skin as he skipped away, tooting his recorder. It was a catastrophe. There were no more penises in the town. Later, the police discovered something at the final scene. Look, boss, said the detective, handing over a small plastic name tag. The other detective studied it for a moment. John Thomas Gherkin. All right. So, uh, wow. I, I think Mr. Teacher really liked that. I mean, um, <clears throat> I've got a lot of thoughts immediately. In, in terms of a catastrophe, like is one guy getting shot a catastrophe? Yep. I don't well, know, no, the but... catastrophe was that the pickle thief had stolen all the penises in the town. Yeah. Okay. That's no, a catastrophe, no, that's, isn't it? Come on, man. You're, you're, you're really stretching the team. Yeah, again. that'd be a massive catastrophe, surely. Catastrophe, yeah. I mean, I don't know, it didn't feel like a catastrophe narrative to me, but um, I, I did. That said, I enjoyed the story. It was better yeah. than the first one, for sure. It had a richer uh, narrative. I could feel the character, the pickle thief, you know, getting a, yeah, a feel you, for what You've really about. developed the character of it. Um, um, like, <clears> you know, I understand the pickle thief a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I still don't get his his motivation. Well, he does the, the thing he is, does. this is so. This is why 
he's we've been revealed his real name now uh, and yeah. this was a bit of a prequel right because in the first one he's on the pier being confronted by the cops and he's throwing the, the pickles into but the sea is it a prequel because he's just been shot right uh, i imagine he survived yeah, it's only actually. a shotgun blast to the you know you'd be right um yeah, so it's, it was the idea was it's a prequel, and we've got his name now, and then we might go back one more and have like a Joker style origin story at some point, mm. where it's actually John Thomas Gherkin we're following, not the pickle thief, and at the end he becomes the pickle thief. But I'll I'll decide if I want to do that later in the month. But yeah, that's why I said it was delicious to write because I just wanted to see your reactions. About yeah, delicious, I don't think that's the right word either. Again, like. It's just it's lopping off a load of penises. Like, oh yeah, but I was more thinking about you two hearing hearing that it was the pickle thief. I, and what... No, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the first pickle story, but I enjoyed that one. It's it's like Star Wars, you that know. Like better. some of them are absolute dog shit. Some of them are, are good. It just does doesn't mean if you watch a dog shit one that you hate Star Wars. Doesn't mean if you you know like so it's it's kind of like that. Okay. Well, that's a controversial opinion as well. But let's not mm. go down that road. You know, some would say that every Star Wars is absolute gold, and, those, and those I think most people idiots. would agree with that. Phantom Menace. So the only other thought that I had on that was that uh, um, Mr. Teacher obviously loves yeah. a good character. Um, every time you've got a story here with strong characters and dialogue, especially if you have to add a voice to it, it's like a guaranteed it uh, A rating, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a lesson that I've learned for future stories, you know, um, Lots, lots of conversation in silly voices. Good rating. <laughs> well, we did discover that from episode one with the Australian accents, but then I think yeah. we overdid it. All right, yeah, it's taken me ten episodes. Come to, back around to it. Yeah. To circle back around to figure that out. Yeah, uh, I love the way he did the voice. So that was kind of what I had in mind as well. Yeah, it made him Scottish too. That was just nailed yeah. it. He's good with the characters, isn't he? Just, yeah, he's very good. Just gets it. Every character gets it. Okay, let's go on to story three. Story number three. Story three. Planet Fuck. <laughs> the experimental chrome spaceship blasted into hyperspace too close to the sun's gravitational pull. Just as the simulations predicted, enormous swathes of the sun's mantle were pulled into the ship's wake, causing the sun to act as an anchor which prevented the ship from jumping out of the system. An enormous river of star matter instantly cut across the night sky, spanning hundreds of millions of kilometres in an instant, like an artist flicking red paint at a canvas. The ship was no more. Holy Christ, whispered Admiral Anders as the sun began to collapse. This truly was the end. The scale of the damage was impossible to imagine. The planet closest to the sun, Mercury, which was had been besieged by the alien threat for over 30 years, was cut clean in two by the blast, its core liquefied and sucked into the river of fire, now blasting out into deep space. The alien and human vessels that had been fighting in high orbit were instantly vaporised. The mission was a failure. Mercury was not the target. The alien homeworld, comparable to Jupiter in size, yet fitted with technology beyond human comprehension, was the target. It had been scraped by the blast, but somehow managed to fire its colossal engines and avoid total annihilation before the chrome ship had jumped. How did they know? Admiral Anders, observing from high Phobos, de Phobos de base in Mars orbit, would have slammed her head through the display were it not for a holographic projection. This attack was everything humanity had left, and it wasn't enough. 
As she regained composure, she tearfully ordered the remaining fleet to scatter into the stars. It was over. Humanity had been defeated. For over a hundred years, the war had raged, pushing human civilization to the brink of extinction. Every planet, every moon humanity had colonized, had been turned to molten glass by the unknown alien threat. Only the Navy remained, a half dozen ships surviving from the original tens of thousands, but at least they'd done some damage to the alien threat. Perhaps they'd allowed more time for other civilizations to advance enough to better defend themselves. It was the best she could hope for. Okay. Spooky. Mm. Wow. Emotional. Hmm? Emotional. You guys feeling that? Tingles. Yeah. I, I really like the uh, the title. <laughs> it's really strong, but then it doesn't, I'm not sure it fits with a slightly more kind of serious story. No, you're, you're right. I just came up with that title on a whim. Um, it's like, I, forgot I think I, I said in my Under the Sea story, I, I came up with the title Balls Deep and then wrote a story that didn't fit that. It's almost like if I'd written the story that I wrote and then kept that title. But I liked it. It was, um, you know, it fit mm. the catastrophe theme. It was, you know, like it, there were serious stakes, high levels of jeopardy. Could you could you picture it all as well? Everything that was happening, you know, the star collapsed. It shot a coronal mass ejection out, and that destroyed Mercury. And um, yeah. yeah, right, catastrophe. That's real catastrophe. Not like the pickle thief getting a shotgun blast on the well, no, that, that was that's happened. not the catastrophe in the pickle thief. The, the catastrophe is the whole town loses all of its penises. That's catastrophic. Um, pickle thief, pickle thief's injuries are not <sighs> inconsequential to the catastrophe. Uh, but yeah, my my thoughts are anyway. What, um, what did you think? It was a bit route one um, in terms of like your standard sci-fi fare, and I thought that and that's not necessarily you know a terrible thing, but I thought that it sounded to me like it was a the premise for a video game, not a movie or or a book. I, if I'd seen that. Mm. Whereas the pickle thief is obviously something that Netflix well, would want to jump watch on. The screens for next year, twenty twenty three pickle thief. It's gonna be it's gonna be massive. Um, yeah, sure, sure. So yeah, I, I feel like if I'd, if that was a game, a video game, I'd be engaged. And I'm like, oh yeah, well I'll find out what these aliens are doing with the molten glass and stuff. But if it was a movie or a TV show, I feel like I'd seen it before. And that's not that okay. doesn't mean something's bad, I guess. It's just that I didn't find anything brand new in it. And I think it would be the immersion of a video game that would that would keep me interested in it. Rather than the passive watching on a movie or or a book. Well, you know, I feel like I can't do anything right with you guys lately, because it's like when I write about boners and poe, you guys slam it. But then when you guys write about boners and poe. You guys are geniuses. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty um, pretty I'd much say it. That's accurate. So I have like this really somber, serious catastrophe about humanity getting wiped out, and it's like, nah. I wouldn't. I'm guessing I'm guessing teacher wasn't a fan either from the from the It's all subjective. The, the you can't yeah. rate art anyway. The whole premise of this podcast is ridiculous, but we're doing it anyway. Yeah, so, sure. Uh yeah, well, I don't mean to, you know, burst your bubble. Uh, I hope you don't cry about it. Well, I mean, you know, criticism's criticism. Well, I'll wait until we we 
I'll wait till we finish the call okay. and I'll probably have a little cry. All right, send us send us some pictures. Remember, <laughs> just as you're as you're yeah, crying right. into your hanky, you just remember how harsh your criticism is when you don't like a story. Yeah, just go back to the Pirates Week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, come on, that well, was you've changed your mind since then. You wrote it at sea, so. Yeah, but you, you you could put glitter on a turd, mate, but it's still a turd. You were riding high for like the first five weeks, you know, A's and B's, and now you just got to you got to dig deep and try and yeah find what's next. Well, I think Mr. Teacher will like this. I, I can see it in his face. It's going to be a C plus. <laughs> I, I can see it. Okay, let's find out what he says. Oh my God, it's grading time. I'm going to end with story one, if that's okay. End with story one, okay. Yeah. Okay, so story three. Story three, I feel as though it's... A, so, so if you're given the title Catastrophe, okay, this is this is the kind of the first thing that comes to mind, right? It's, it's the... There's some... There's a... a potentially a dystopic science fiction into the into the future and it all goes wrong potentially like you're sacrificing yourself for the future armageddon style so i'm not quite sure what what is what is new there i'm afraid i'm i'm going to be quite quite blunt and saying that i think that's uh it's just it's just quite bland i'm afraid Pause it there. That's got to be hard to hear. Are you okay? Are you sitting down? Bland. Oh, I can't believe you say it. it's bland, you know? like It's literally humanity being wiped out and the sun imploding. Nah, boring. But I bet he loves the, the guy chopping off the penises. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that had a poo that he eventually managed to flush. <laughs> Yeah, no, I bet he does. Yeah, I bet he really rates both of them because it's like, well, you hear catastrophe and you don't think about these. And, you know, I bet that's where he goes. Well, you know, I mean, it's, we've we've all disagreed with Mr. Teacher at points in the past. So, you know, it's, as Ryan well, just said, it is subjective. I don't know, I, 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 he's very difficult to please, isn't he? He kind of, he, he flip flops around all over the place with his stance on... And what the narrative oh, I don't should know about be. about that? You might yeah, level. You want to oh, have a discussion with that on parents' evening, or um, well, no, parents' evening. <laughs> I just don't bet that. All right, okay. So I will wait until we hear what he says about the pickle thief again. Catastrophe. Yeah, hold on a minute, right? right? If you don't think pickle thief story fits the catastrophe theme, then you surely got to examine Elliot's story, where a man has a poo, but then he does flush it. Uh, Where's the, the catastrophe catas- in there? The that? catastrophe is when he pressed the flush and nothing happened. Well, then he did flush That's, it. With a, yeah, but with... that is a catastrophe. Doesn't mean you can't solve the catastrophe. Right. So surely, Arm- if you're Arm- thinking Arm- that was a catastrophe. catastrophe movie, but they blew up the asteroid and then it wasn't a catastrophe anymore. But then, you, if you think yours is a catastrophe, you have to think pickle thieves are catastrophes. Even bigger. That's like loads of penises have gone missing in the town. Oh, stupid. All right. Anyway. Um, we, our arguing is inconsequential. It all comes down yeah. to the teacher's grade. <laughs> right, see what he had to grade it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. You don't have to be um, sorry. This is this is the way of the teacher. Yeah. You win some, I, you lose I, some. I, ha- I have to be honest. Uh, I just don't think it's offering. I want I want something new, please. Writing has got to be. It, it's either got to be subverting something that's gone before it, or it's got to be new. It's got to be interesting and in, innovative. And that's what I'd like from 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 our writers, please. Okay, 
And okay. um, so what does that mean in terms of grade? Uh, it's like, it, it, again, it's, it's fine, isn't it? It's, it does a job. There's nothing inherently uh, offensive about it. But yet, there's nothing that's really kicking it on either. So it's 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 gonna be a, it's gonna be. A, I'm sorry, it's gonna be a D minus. Not happy. I'm not that, happy at all. Is that B minus or D minus? That's a D minus. So yeah, good. D minus because there's nothing subvertive about it. Whereas the Boner King in Crime Week was that the most subvertive thing you can ever conceive of. But that's that's a, that's an ungrateful. If it's subversive, but also shit. I don't think that counts. <laughs> we didn't say that though, did we? Yeah, but he didn't. Doesn't have to. It's like if it's a shit story, <laughs> then it's then that qualifies as a shit grade. He's. I think he's being harsh because of your letter. I've lost the plot. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how to win anymore. I've lost it. I had a. I had a good little run there, and I've completely. Uh... He's lost his head. Lost he's it. lost his head. You need to get back in the game. Uh, you know, I try and write something which is nonsense and it's ungradable. I write something which is serious and on theme, D minus. <laughs> well, oh, can't win. I don't know. I can't. I just can't. I don't want to tell you. I have to dig deep and find what's truly inside you for the next one. Mm. Uh, I'm going to press play for story two critique. I feel like I feel really mean tonight. Uh, just, you know, go for it. It might be the letter. <laughs> it's the not... letter that kind of challenged letter from the previous week. Yeah, that this sort of challenged my authority. Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether that's had an impact. It may. But you're also uh, uh, okay. So it's just made your general mood bad. It may, it may have done. Okay, so that's, that's lasted a long time because that you know that letter was last week. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to go story two now. Okay. So I really like the sing-song voice. I do, I'm a fan, of, I'm sorry, but I'm, I do like the pickle thief as a character. Um, I, I, there's, there's another, it's a strong line here that as I say that it was a catastrophe. There were no more penises in the town. Um, but I just quite like, and I don't know whether, there's nothing that says that there's a kind of a... Um, a camp nature to the pickle thief, but I think that's how I've interpreted it with the, with the kind of high pitched sing song voice. Um, he just seems like a, a, a the pickle thief. I quite like him. I, I quite like. He just seems like a lovely character. So thanks to whoever has brought that to life, really. Even though he brutally uh, maims people. Sorry. Even though he brutally maims people. I know, but he's also just the fact that he's got a tummy. He looked down at his tummy, and he's wearing a tunic. There's just some lovely things going on there. And the fact that he goes through the night snip, snip, snipping um, and tooting on his recorder at the same time. It's a, it's a kind of, it's a, it's just Pied Piper, really. It's Pied Piper um, with penises. Um, and I think that should be applauded. Okay. You're not looking happy there, Alex. You got a lot of grievance with that, I assume. Fucking <laughs> hell. Pied Piper with penises. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, it, you're, he's, he's right. <laughs> That's exactly what you've gone for. But fucking hell. Okay, let's see what the grade was. All so right. I'm, I'm really interested to know whether that is the the author of the original Pickle Thief 
or whether because someone as as light as picked up on the idea that I quite like the pickle thief has decided to take that on and and uh and and give something new so interested yeah it is interesting hmm. um my 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 feeling is that it could be the latter and and i i think i'd like to applaud the uh the the writer who has done that if if that is the case or of course applaud the original writer if if indeed it is uh, their their work as well um so yeah i think I'm not again. I maybe maybe it's me tonight, but I'm not quite sure what the ending is giving us here. Again, the police come on board and saying that there's a there's a guy called John Thomas Gherkin. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure. I just think it should have finished with uh, it was a catastrophe. There were no more penises penises in town. That's that's where that that story should end. Good feedback. Um, so for that, it's going to be marked down to a to a B plus. B plus. Okay. So, yeah, B plus for Pickle Thief Part Two. Well, it's given me an idea for a future story that I can write about the Pickle Thief. I didn't, it didn't even occur to me. I thought that was your, you know, um, what do they, what do they call it? Mo. Well, no, I mean Mo IP. Uh, IP, yeah. Um, but no, I might just write about the Pickle Thief next time. Well, I mean, should we do a week where we pl um, deliberately plagiarize each other's characters? Mm, I think we should just feel feel it if we want to. I don't like to be hemmed in creatively. So, um, you, you go ahead with it. But are are just are each other's characters fair game? Of course, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that would be quite funny if we if we do that one week. <laughs> now everyone writes everyone about pickle thief next week. every week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see. You have to change the change the name of the podcast. See what else he has to say. Fair. What would it been if it had stopped? If it had stopped where you wanted it? Uh, to it stop? would have been an A. It would have been an A. But I think I I think that 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 last section is just unnecessary and just takes away from the. I mean that like that line. In terms of if we are doing an end of season awards, that's up there. It was a catastrophe. It should be a colon, by the way. It was a catastrophe. Colon. There were no more penises in the town. Okay, uh, and probably take out the as well. There were no more penises in town. Okay. Uh, good, that, good feedback. Yeah. So that's a B plus, you say? B B plus, yeah, yeah. Okay. First date, right? First date. I really enjoyed this. The fact that I think the following events are true adds add to it. The names have been changed to protect the idiot. Is based on. Um, Albeit that it's presumably one of the three authors, or a, I would assume so. Yeah, you'd assume so. So it's not, you know, it's not it's not massively protecting them. It's a one in three chance of of knowing who it is. It's it's nicely done, right? So when you've got a small story and you can build up tension in the way that you have. Uh, it works really well, but albeit with being able to to keep the uh, yeah just just be able to keep the narrative as as clearly it did it did sort of turn out. I think I'd like to have seen. I, I'm obsessed with with um, endings tonight, but I would like to have seen uh, what happens with 
Ethan uh, afterwards. So he, he went downstairs to face the awkwardness. But I'm not sure what the, what led what led to it then. Is he now going to walk home? Is he now is he now going to get, you know, his mum going to bugger off and he, he get his end away? I don't know. And I think even though I understand that the, the theme is called catastrophe, right? But it's not a catastrophe because he's averted that that catastrophe. Unless, of course, he goes downstairs and they're all aware of it somehow. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. So there's, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So thanks to the author uh, there. I, I'm not sure it's fully... It's... it's it fully works as a narrative. I think the 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 kind of the final punch uh, punchline needs needs to come in a bit there. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not getting the plus, but I'm going to go for a solid B. Solid B. Okay, fantastic. Well, you must be happy with that, Elliot. Uh, yeah, and um, I definitely get what he's saying with the ending, and I feel that that is really good feedback. You know, they they should have gone downstairs or you know at the very least um had him walking home knowing that he wasn't going to get another date or something like that mm -hmm. just um and how do you feel about elliot's b alex you really pissed off uh no i mean i'd say it is a good story entertain me strong language um but again it doesn't really hit the theme but none of you guys i feel have hit the I theme mean... Um, but you're getting praised for it. And also you're writing about boners and poo and you're getting praised for it. So you, you're doing everything that I did, like in a couple of stories, and I got in use and you're, you're both getting bees for it. So I just don't think that's right. I'm going to have to have a word with Mr. Teacher. I'm going to send another okay. one. Because uh, oh, <laughs> it went well last time. Because, yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm going to put it just in a fierce mood for every episode now. But then you're just going to get, like, criticised even harder. No, 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 no. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna write another letter and then I'm gonna write about pickles. <laughs> okay. So, so he'll be he'll be mad. He'll be mad because you're challenging his authority, but then I'm gonna write one about pickles and he'll be like, Yes, it's the pickle guy again. You're gonna ruin yeah. deliberately sabotage uh, and it it it'll be an A rating. I think uh, I mean it's completely <laughs> up to you. I think writing letters this regularly is gonna kind of it's gonna lose the the effect. But you... No, I'm going to write one every week. <laughs> Man, you really, you really don't like to lose, yeah. Yeah, it's going full wiener. Um, I just, I, you know, I just, um, anyway, anyway, like I've banged on about it enough. I don't, I, I you right, you get where I'm coming from with no, this, right? Like, not at all. No, no. Okay. no it's it's bollocks, okay. like. <laughs> uh, okay, so do you want to see what that does to the scoreboard? Uh, last week. We had Elliot in third place with 45 points, Alex in second place with 48.5 points, and Ryan crept into the lead for the first time after nine weeks with 50.5 points. So week 10, after Alex's D minus, Elliot's B, and Ryan's B plus, means that both Alex and Elliot are on 52 points each. Mm. Joint second. Ooh. And Ryan is on 58 points. Six points ahead. So not the type of lead that Alex had. Alex had like a 15-point lead at one point. So this is definitely claw-backable for you guys. Um, you know, we're, we're all in the in it now. But yeah, interesting that you are both on the exact same grade right now. Or, yeah. my, or points. All to play for. All right, I'm going to have to go. Uh, yeah, cheers, right. boys. See Thanks for that. Bye. Bye, right, boys. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.